Hello and welcome to SEO Your Way to Success by The Plan Success. This is for all small business owners and solo marketing teams out there. I'm Phoebe and I run The Plan Success, a search engine optimization company, helping all kinds of businesses grow their organic traffic with the magic of search engine marketing. If you know you need to start SEO on your website or business, but have no idea where to start, then this is the podcast for you. Ready to grow your business? Ready to unlock the power of organic traffic? Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of SEO Your Way to Success, your beginner's SEO guide um, that's going to help you rocket your SEO, your organic traffic, and grow your business. Okay, so let's jump straight into it. Today, I want to talk about how to do SEO when you just don't have time, because I think this is probably one of the main issues holding back a lot of small business owners. They know they have to do SEO, but they just don't have the time. It's just completely fair. Even my own website, like I don't get to do SEO as often as I want to do. So a lot of these tactics that I'm going to share with you today, they're the same tactics that I'm using on my own website and also on my own little hobby blog that I have. Um, so let's jump into it with what we're going to talk about today. If we're going to talk about sort of the basics and foundations of SEO, then we're going to talk about the importance of doing SEO on your website. And finally, I'm going to share with you my best tactics for getting SEO done when you're super busy and you've already got a million and one tasks to do and you're already trying to market your web business on social media, paid ads and everything else. Um, so finding the little tips and tricks that you can use to fit SEO in. So first of all, the basics of SEO. Before you even start thinking about a longer term SEO strategy, you're going to want to make sure you have the foundations in place. Think of it like building a house. If you don't have strong foundations laid, then even if you design the prettiest sort of interior design, the prettiest kitchen, the prettiest bedroom ever, it's going to be stupid because <laughs> your house is just going to blow down or, you know, I'm thinking of like um, um, Red Riding Hood, <laughs> their house getting blown down. But if you build your house really strong, made from nice, strong stone foundations, um, then you're going to set yourself up to long-term success. And I also think this is really important um, for small business owners. A lot of the time, we want to see really fast results quickly. And I get that because you need cash coming in. But I heard a really interesting statistic the other day listening to a podcast. Did you know it actually takes 10 years to build a successful brand? 10 years. So, for instance, myself, I've only been doing the plan success for a year now. So I'm like just starting. Um, and probably a lot of other small businesses out there are just starting too. If you're under 10 years, you're still a baby, you know? Um and I don't know about you as well, but when I start a business, I don't want it just to have a quick cash flow and then sort of forget about it. I want this to be my living for a long time. So it makes sense to put in the effort at the start to make sure I can build, grow and scale. And even if you don't want to grow a massive business, because to be honest, I don't want to grow a massive business. I just want to have a nice life. It makes your life easier if you've got those strong foundations in place because that way you can, if you've got strong SEO, you can sort of reduce the other marketing you're doing on other channels. So it really does make sense to invest in SEO at the start. So when I say invest in SEO, what I mean is doing the research, well, first of all, creating your website 
doing the keyword research, doing the sort of market research to know what's your target audience looking for online, what the successful websites look like, how can you create the best website to serve your target audience. So once you've created a nice website and then you've got the keywords in place and you're using them appropriately on your website to help Google understand what your website is about and where to rank you. And you've also thought about usability and navigation through the website. Is it easy? Um, is it an easy journey for target audience when they land on your website? Do they then quickly understand what your business does? Because I can't tell you how many times clients come to me and they say, oh, you know, we're not getting any organic traffic. And I take a quick look at the website and I'm thinking, I don't even know what your business does. Like, I can't figure it out. So you've really got to think, what are the actual keywords and how can we incorporate them into our tagline? So when people land on your website, you know, you usually have your business name and a tagline like, we help or this is what we do. You need to make sure that's explained in layperson terms so that everyone can understand it. And a good little test for this is once you've created your website and you think that your keywords are appropriate and you think that your website's really easy to understand and design for your target audience, take it to someone that's not in your industry and ask them, hey, do you mind taking a quick look at my website and telling me like, do you understand what I'm trying to sell or what service I provide? And if they don't, then you might want to go back and have a rework of your sort of copy on site. So anyway, once you've got those strong foundations for SEO, using keywords and creating a simple, easy to use website, because remember, that's all SEO is at the end of the day. You're just trying to make the best possible experience for your target audience online. So once you've got that in place, and if you're worried about getting started on that, please head to www.theplansuccess.com where I've got loads of really easy to use resources as well as a free masterclass that you can use to help design your homepage and make sure it has all of the key elements for SEO. Once you've got that in place, then it's time to think about a longer term SEO strategy. And this is where I see a lot of business owners they just sort of run out of steam and they're like, I haven't got time to do a longer term SEO strategy. And when I say a longer term SEO strategy, I'm talking about the two main ways. Number one, link building. Number two, content marketing, i.e. blogging. Okay. And today we're going to focus on content marketing. Link building is important, but if you're just getting started with SEO, let's just not bother. Like it's not worth it. And please, whatever you do, do not buy links from a third-party provider. They're most likely spammy and worst case, they'll be toxic and actually harm your website's SEO. So let's talk about blogging. Now, why is even blogging important for SEO? Because I think a lot of people as well, if you don't really understand the importance of blogging for your business's, um, your business website SEO, then you're not even going to bother doing it, you know? Um, so it's really important for a few reasons. Blogging is essentially just a marketing tactic. It gets more, it drives traffic to your website. It raises your online visibility. Um, you can, you, if you're sort of writing a blog all about the pain problems in your industry or useful information, then people will be searching for that information. They will then come across your business blog. They will then become aware of your brand. And then when they eventually come to a position where they want to engage in your services or buy your product, they already have your brand in your head. So that's one of the reasons why blogging is so important. It's also really important 
for your landing pages. And I think this is what people don't understand. So Google, when they're crawling the website, they're looking for the websites they can trust. Sorry, my phone just vibrated. I don't know if you can hear that. Take that off the table. Um, when Google is crawling the web, it's looking for websites that they can trust. They're looking for experts. They're not looking for snake oil salespeople. How does Google know they can trust your website? Okay. Now, no one knows Google's algorithm. It's based on hundreds, thousands of ranking factors. But what we do know is that they look for authority, expertise, trust, experience. And this is E-E-A-T. Experience, expertise, authority, and trust. That is a big ranking factor for where to decide to place your website in the search results. And now, obviously, one of these things you can do if you're a local business is get lots of reviews. But if you're not a local business and you don't have a Google business profile, then it's going to be hard for you to get reviews initially. So what you can do is blogging, because the more you write about a topic and you show your expertise and you show your authority and you provide truthful, useful information, the more blog posts you have about that, or even it doesn't matter about the quantity, to be honest, but if you have sufficient um, posts, blogs, articles, guides, tutorials, because you can even do videos, you don't have to do blog posts, um, the more evidence you can show that you're an expert in your field, the more Google will understand, oh, hang on a minute, this website, yeah, we can trust this website. Let's place them higher up in the rankings. So those are the two main ways blogging helps your business. Number one, it drives traffic to your website and raises brand awareness. Oh, so maybe three ways. Yeah, okay, three ways. Number one, drives traffic to your website. Number two, it raises brand awareness, gets more people knowing about your business. Number three, it increases your topical authority, which in turn means Google will place your website higher up in the rankings. So those three reasons are why blogging is so important for SEO and sort of any SEO expert you talk to will say, you need to be blogging. Another place where I think a lot of small business owners sort of become overwhelmed with the idea of blogging because about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whenever the internet sort of came around, um, blog, successful blogs were known for churning out lots of content. It was advised to get hundreds and hundreds of blog posts on your website and that was what's going to skyrocket your SEO. And that is so overwhelming for small business owners. You, you know, you're barely trying to keep your head above water with all the other things you've got going on in your life and running your business. And now you want me to also turn out a blog every week? Like that's impossible for a lot of people. So I completely get that. And like I said, I don't get the time to blog enough on my website. I think I've only actually got two blogs up there. Um, but well, I'll share with you how I have got those up there using my tactics and what I'm doing to get more blogs up there. But I'm not concerned about getting hundreds of blog posts up because times have changed. Google knows it's no longer the websites that are getting tons and tons of web uh, blog posts up there that are the best. That doesn't mean anything because you can write, well, nowadays you can use AI to write, you know, hundreds and hundreds of really crappy blog posts that will not improve your blog traffic. If anything, if you're using AI to write your blog posts, then chances are you're probably going to harm your SEO. So instead, what Google is looking for is 
quality time taken on those blog posts. And so they understand that a a website that has 100 blog posts might actually be a lot worse than a website that has 10 blog posts that are really, really well written with concise information that genuinely helps their target audience. What I want you to focus on. Don't focus on writing, trying to aim for 50 blog posts or 20 blog posts. Mm -mm. First of all, let's focus on just writing three blog posts. Once we've got these three done, we can then write more. But first of all, let's just focus on, say, three blog posts. And this is how we're going to do it with just, say, 30 minutes a week, okay? So first of all, what we're going to do is divide those tasks up. Number one, you're going to want to research your blog posts. And this can be the first task for your first week, 30 minutes, okay? I want you to spend 30 minutes finding three good topics. Now, on my website, theplansuccess.com, I've also got a great free tool there that you can use that kind of goes through my step-by-step guide on how I create my content plans. So if you want to head to www.plansuccess.com and download that for free, please go ahead, my blog content generator tool. So that's the first task. Then you're going to spend the next week writing the briefs. And there are great tools out there. Like I said, I don't like AI for writing, but it is very useful for writing content briefs because it will look through your competitors and it will say, okay, these are what the best ranking posts are writing about. So you're going to also want to include these points. But to get ahead in the SEO game, you're also going to want to include your unique ideas, your unique opinions. Literally, if you think... I don't know, if everyone's saying the best way to clean a car is with this wax and in this method, but actually you've always thought, "Mm, I kind of think otherwise, even though the experts say this, say that, you know, don't be afraid to be yourself in these blog posts. Um, If you're just copying what the competitors are doing, then Google's going to realize that and be like, oh, hang on a minute, this other blog post, you know, is essentially a duplicate of this one. So we're not going to bother ranking it. This website isn't an expert. Let's not bother. So please put in to your content briefs your unique opinions and ideas. So that's your first two tasks. You've got one week spending researching, second week writing your content briefs, and then the third, fourth, and fifth weeks, or maybe third and fourth, I don't know. It depends how many words you can write. But I just, I don't sit down and think I'm going to try and write, you know, a thousand word blog post in one session. I haven't got time for that. <laughs> I split it up into tasks. I just do a few hundred words a day or for a week, whatever. And also, here is my really great tip. You don't have to type. You can just transcribe. Um, I think Google's got, you know, a voice to text tool, which is actually pretty damn accurate. So you can just write your blog post as if you were recording a blog podcast and then you just go in and edit the mistakes. Boom, you've got a blog post there. And you can just format it with nice titles, add some images in, add some links in, things like that. Great, you're sorted. You don't have to write, remember. I think a lot of people get hung up on the fact that I hate writing, I don't want to blog. You don't have to write, it's fine. Also, this is my little secret. I actually turn these podcast episodes into blog posts. Because what I do is I just get a tool online that transcribes the whole podcast and then I just go in and edit it and it's sorted. Like for instance, this is going to become a blog post on how to find time to blog as a small business owner. It's perfect for my target audience. I know people will be looking for it online. 
And I've already got the blog post in my head and on this podcast, so I can just use a tool to turn that into writing. So what I'm really trying to get through here is that you don't have to do everything at once. Don't become overwhelmed with SEO. Don't think you need 50 blog posts. You don't. You just need quality over quantity. And then let's break it down even further and let's split the tasks up into small, manageable chunks. And if you're thinking, oh my gosh, but that's five weeks writing one blog post. Yeah, but how many have you got at the moment? Zero. So having one is better than none. And then at the end of, say, four months, you're going to have three blog posts because 15, 16 weeks, or 16, 17 weeks. You've then, you know, split that task up and you've got three blog posts at the end. So then by the end of the year, you're going to have 10, 12 blog posts. And again, you might say, oh, that's a year away. But SEO takes time for a start. And also that time's going to pass anyway. So if you can't find 30 minutes to invest in your business's future, then I mean, like, I don't want to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I think everyone should and can find 30 minutes of their time to work on their website. Your website nowadays is effectively your shop front. Your website is the most important tool for your business. So it's the only thing you own as well. With social media, you might have a really big following and get loads of leads through social media, but you don't own that, remember. At any point, social media platforms can just shut down your account and then what are you going to do? But with your website, you own your website. You're in control of that. So it makes sense to spend more time marketing your website, doesn't it? And when you think about it like that, you kind of start to realize, hang on a minute, my website is so important. I should be doing more to drive organic traffic to it. So I hope that has kind of put things into perspective perspective, and made you realize that you don't need to churn out hundreds of blog posts. You don't need to be spending hours a day on your website. Just do 30 minutes a week because 30 minutes a week is better than zero minutes a week. And once a year's gone, you're going to have a nice bank of expert blog posts on your topic that will genuinely help people. And Google will see that, recognize that, and place you higher up in the rankings. All right, that's all for today. Um, like I said, if you haven't even got the strong foundations for your website, head to www.theplansuccess.com and sign up for my free masterclass on creating the perfect SEO optimized homepage or feel free to download my small business um, SEO checklist guide or my blog content generator tool if you're struggling for ideas. But like I said, I've got heaps of resources up there. Uh, also, maybe follow me on Instagram at The Plan Success if you don't already. Um, and that's all for today. And I will see you or talk to you next time. All right. Bye bye.